Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. And we have a special guest with us today. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Lily. I am... Well, mostly you can catch me live at twitch.tv, so that's going to be your teeth. But also, I am the co-host of Konoha Crush, our Naruto rewatch podcast I have with my wife. And um, who's been on the show before? That's right. Back in uh, Prime, I believe. I believe we had Velvet on for... Yeah. What episode was it? It was a Starscream episode. Oh, it was it was uh, Shadow Zone, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. It was something about his Starscream being a pathetic fail man. Yeah, so, well. so you've heard from the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> So, I suppose we should start with the question we ask all of our guests. What is your history with uh, these funny fucking car robots from the planet Cybertron? These beautiful, funny, shape-changing robots. That's right. I hold near and dear to my heart as something my friend Nero likes. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Have you ever watched any uh, Transformers before? Like, just, just caught it on TV at some point? Well, obviously I've seen the Bay movies. Not all of them, uh, but the first couple. Um, don't worry, I so know. I've s- also I've also you know absorbed a lot from being from being besties with you, my bestie Nero. That's right, and I think both of the people you're dating also have an appreciation for them. Yeah, at least yeah, the yeah, IDW yeah. verse. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and of course, um, my partner's Velvet, as you know, and also Rafe. Um, You've absorbed a lot through osmosis, but yeah, this is yeah, 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 yeah. sort of your first big direct injection of Transformers. Yeah, this is this is probably the first time I've like Transformered like on purpose. Ooh, I played the um, War for Cybertron. Game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Devastation! Ah, yeah, that yeah, game yeah, fucking yeah, rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I'm oh a big, I'm a big fan of. Uh, Transformers Bayonetta. That game is pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, Transformers Bayonetta is pretty cool. Um, I like the car hitting. I like the hitting with cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of Wicked Weave, you turn into a truck and uh, yeah, hit people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It plays Grimlock in that game. By the way, recording this on August 23rd, happy birthday to Grimlock. Oh my god, my yeah. Grimlock, happy birthday! Grimlock says this is Grimlock's birthday. Wow. That's right. And who am I to argue with the man, you know? So true. Sounds I'm hard to gonna. do. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not uh, recommended to argue with Grimlock. That's a health hazard. Speaking of health hazards, we watched three episodes of Transformers Cyberverse where nothing bad happened. Um, we watched episodes. <laughs> we got seven. a real a hell of a sandwich in these ones. We have Cube. Terminal Velocity and Shadow Striker here today, folks. Um, you know, it's it, it. Cyberverse has sure been a roller coaster, hasn't it? 
the, like, craziest thing about Cyberverse is that, like, not only do things happen, like, really bad things happen out of nowhere, but they are, like, immediately glossed over afterwards. It's insane oh, yeah. how this, how fast this show moves because it's only 11 minute long episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, we don't have time to talk about that right now. It's over. Bumblebee Moving on. doesn't think about it and neither should you. It's fine. He's fine. <laughs> But before we get into the into all of that, we should talk about episode seven, uh, Cube, which is mostly about football, but also about racism. Well, yes, <laughs> racism, classism. There's a lot of neb- as per usual in Transformers. There's a lot of nebulous isms going on here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, we start off with uh, Windblade digging through the scout ship trying to find anything useful and apparently the decepticons just literally give their scouts no information at all like no uh military information all they have are video games and like decepticon propaganda films which are important to see that's right you got to get your uh, you got to get your daily dose of like fucking I don't. I can't come up with a Megatron, uh, a Megatron-led propaganda film name at the moment. What it's was his? It's cool to uh, be an evil robot. That's right. Like towards it's kind of peace. Badass. Yeah, towards peace. That's what his. Uh, that's what his like. Oh yeah. Manifesto yeah, his... was in IDW. Yeah, the com- the uh, communist manifesto. But uh, instead, she finds a cube, and or oh, Bumblebee finds a cube, and she's like, "Oh fuck, Bumblebee." You don't remember this because you got all fucked up, but like you used to love this cube. And Portal was the greatest game ever created. You're gonna love this shit. You're gonna love this shit. Check this out. And so she takes him into his mindscape, uh, and gets him to think about football. <laughs> and we we kind of see this is pre-war. Because uh, Bumblebee doesn't have his Autobot badge yet, and Windblade has just... We, we, we basically get to see how he and Windblade first met uh, and became besties due to uh, Bumblebee's goofy boy swag. Yep. Um, also, the fact that, like, Windblade has basic decency. Yeah. And she, and she sees Starscream leading a pack of seekers which congratulations to the coneheads for not only being um named but also cone actual coneheads in this show um except for thrust go fuck yourself thrust doesn't get to be a conehead also their toys don't get to be coneheads for whatever reason they just uh they just didn't they just didn't have the they didn't want to go through the effort of retooling that mold i guess unfortunately yeah um so they when when uh, Bumblebee and Windblade meet, uh, Bumblebee immediately commits a microaggression. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so they're going to the cube. Ga- so Bumblebee's trying to get into this cube game. Cube is football. This is the Cube Super Bowl. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Polyhex versus Iacon City tonight. Yeah. Um, he's not being allowed in. Uh, I don't think we ever learn. Wasn't it Polyhex? I thought it was Polyhex. I think Windblade just says she forgot. Oh, Um, you're right. 
That's right. I must I must ask Lily, what did you think what do you think about the the kind of conceit of this first season of Cyberverse where Windblade is is kind of psychonauting into uh Bumblebee's head? I think it's neat. I like Okay, I am going to admit that I did listen to like a couple episodes of this podcast. <gasps> wow. I know, I know, I know. Did her homework. Yeah, I did my fucking homework. Yeah, but um, I think it's interesting. I especially think it's interesting to see it like on this new car that they have. Oh yeah, this uh, this fucking the, the the stolen plane or whatever the scout ship that, yeah, that yeah, Windblade yeah. is doing stunts with in the in the next episode here. I mean, poorly, but yes, <laughs> she's attempting to do stunts with. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, yeah, it, it's it's just a great, it's just a great like these these three episodes especially like seeing seeing them like interact and like having this like weird like I'm taking care of my friend who is like not their best self right now, um, energy with uh, with the two characters there. I think it's like really really charming. I think it's a really fun place to like have a Transformers story and like I have no idea what the rest of like the status quo about this like this show is right now like the present day and the show exists to me only like inside the little room where they're in the plane and like kind of running away from bad guys well that's the exciting thing that kind of is just the status quo for the modern day we don't really like we know that somewhere on earth the ark containing all of the other autobots has crashed we don't really know what's going on with the rest of the decepticons all we really see are these seekers out on like scouting missions so yeah, we we don't actually have a lot of information with regards to the current state of the war uh because this show spends a lot of time backfilling all of this exposition because it just it literally just starts with like Bumblebee driving down a road. It it does not explain anything about what's going on really. Right, uh, right, right. Until we get to these segments. So like I assume where they're going to take it is like eventually they get the rest of the guys out of there and then it's like a more normal like we have the fucking whole guys together that are doing activities in the in the fucking current time or whatever instead of spending so much time like just in flashbacks. Yeah, presumably. Presumably. We will, we will get the boys out of there and have normal Transformers adventures, but for now it's Cube. Yeah, that's it's Cube. Like that's when I stop being interested frankly. Like I'm sure that part's fine, but like if it could just I, be like this until they crash and die, that would be beautiful for me. I like... <laughs> like, I want Bumblebee uh, to never get better. I want it to only get worse. <laughs> he's, I hope he's, you cut yourself shaving this morning. Literally, I want them <laughs> I to that be like that. Long. That would be so fucking good. Are you kidding me? Well, you know what I was interested in? Uh, apparently, pre-war, the Seekers were just mean girls. They were just, like, a bitchy clique who hates everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I well, quite enjoyed that. I mean, that. they're led by Starscream, so. Uh huh. This man, Cyberverse Starscream is like somehow the bitchiest Starscream. I think you said that earlier, and I didn't believe you, but like, oh, yeah, I believe you he, now. He sucks in a very specific way. Um, he is generally speaking, um, I would say one of the less cowardly Starscreams out there. Yeah, he's um, that like might be, be- super aggro so yeah, far. Yeah, that that might be because that he actually he actually has more power for the most part in Cyberverse um, than others. But like, there are points later on where he loses power, and rather than like cower, he 
rallies and is like, no, I'm going to get power again. And then he does and he starts a cult. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, in, in this case, he is he is leading um, Ramja and Dirge um, and Windblade, a newcomer to uh, Cybertron from Caminus, uh, to the Super Bowl, the Super Cube. Which they don't seem all interested in actually watching they're mostly just here i guess as like a social thing yeah they're, they're, they're influencers like, cube i hate them yeah i love cube. they i love cube and i hate starscream and his cone-headed freaks besmirching the good name of cube by the way dirge and ramjet say no words in this episode but i can they to me it just clearly they just have like batman goon voices Oh, for sure. Yeah, you, However, you tell him, Starscream. You get him. I do need to note that at one point, Dirge smiles, and that's fucked up. That shouldn't happen. That's that the shouldn't... most depressed man in the world. I mean, it's a smirk, to be fair, but it shouldn't have happened. Um, I'm just so... going to chalk it up to an animation error. They fuck, yeah, it was supposed to be Ramjet. They they cleared they get their own guy. It was Dirge is supposed to look morose the whole time. Actually, this entire character was supposed to be Thrust and not Dirge. We're <laughs> we're putting Dir- we're we're sweeping Dirge under a carpet. Um, um They're going to the Super Cube. Um it is a status it is absolutely a status thing. They're influencers. They need to be seen in the influencer places. <sighs> they, um they really are fucking influencers they they are on tiktok bumblebee who's the character that actually wants to see the cube thing is not allowed in because he is too poor or too ground pounder or something i don't know it doesn't seem to be an issue with ground pounders because the teams playing are all ground pounders um what did what did starscream call him last week oh a dirt dirt kissing a dirt kissing ground pounder (laughs) yeah which is just love that so good, you little uh, you little dirt kissing ground pounder, yeah. Wow, but uh, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. He, he is he has been called into HR so many times. You'd yeah, like listen, Starscream. I don't care how many fucking seekers you command. You can't just call the troops slurs when they cut you when hey. they like bump into you in the break room. Hey, who do we think runs Decepticon HR? Oh, fuck. Um, that's a great question. I'm going to have to think on that. I'll get back to you. I think it's I... Scrapper. <laughs> that's I why... Think, oh, I man, think that... Hook is like, I do all the physical stuff. You could do the mental. And Scrapper's like, I, this isn't... E- what? This isn't even counseling. What are you talking about? <laughs> Beautiful. But, uh... Bumblebee tries every trick in the book to sneak in. He tries, like... I don't really understand how he thought this maneuver was going to work. He, like... I think he thought the, um, like, bouncer was, like, 90% blind, probably. Yeah, he has no peripheral vision. He was just like, oh, Windblade, you have big wings. I'll just, like, kind of crouch walk next to you and hope nobody looks down. We find out later that he has no idea who Windblade is at yes. this point, which is makes this in, an incredible move for him to try to pull. I'm at, going up to a woman and being like, "Damn, you big! Can I hide Can I- behind you?" <laughs> you know, you're on, you're you're fresh off of Caminus. You're on, you're on, you're at the, you're on, you're in the home country. You've never been there before. 
you're hanging out with your your jet bros but they're kind of awful pieces of shit and this little yellow guy is like hey girl you thick can i like crouch behind you like it's half-life so i can sink into the sporting event it does not work no of hey course girl, it... can i use you as a skyrim bucket <laughs> the starscream literally just looks down and goes what the fuck is that and uh has him kicked out again uh he then steals he, a mascot uh, yeah he he goes to the tried and true college hijinks film uh strategy of stealing the mascot costume which the mascot of cube is a cube obviously it's the cube all of the cubes are alive by the way they slipped that one under yeah, it's your best friend, the companion cube. It's your best yeah, friend, like, the cube. Hey. All of them are stuffed full of energon, and you drink all of it when you win. Yeah, so we learn about the rules of cube. It's a walking kegger. Yeah, like it's... So the rules of cube is sort of like... It's it's a combination of like... Football, keep away, and like... Almost handball, where... Your goal is to hold on to the cube, which has its own sentient AI and is trying to run away from you. Mm-hmm. Very important. Um, Very important yeah, that the cube does not want to be killed here. It does not want to get sucked, but your goal is to hold on to the cube long enough for it to, like, charge you with energon. That's how you score in this game. You you get you get juiced by the cube. I mean, it's, um, it's King of the Hill, basically. Yeah, it's basically King of the Hill, but in in addition to like fighting off the other team, you're also fighting the ball. Right. Which you are trying to kill and eat, and does not want to die. That's right. So, you know, Bumblebee is out there on the field cheering for his team, and Windblade is being charmed by his carefree and goofy demeanor, while Starscream, Dirge, and Rambler are just like, wow, these fucking football fans are so dumb and stupid i hate this why are we here yeah they're checking their tiktok engagement ah cube so boring and they have their fucking phones open and they're watching like jet shows or something um eventually like windblade's like i need a break um and she runs into bumblebee who has in that space of time ran back into the original mascot <laughs> given him the costume back and then gone to purchase a big blue finger yeah he, he went to go get a big novelty uh sports finger and we, look the, we all we, love finger yeah we look we we love finger here so did we talk about his like all jets are bitches except you no line? this is this is where, where it happens so okay. this is where she finds him and I forget what actually she sa- says to him, and he's, l- but it's something along the lines like, "Sorry, those guys are being such a jerk to you." And he's like, "Yeah, well, they're jets, and all jets, like all jets are bastards." <laughs> and she just like looks at him, and he's like, "Oh, you're a jet. You're cool though. I like you." Always um, sunny title scream. Bumblebee commits a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But uh, yeah, they 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 do they make fast friends, and uh, she she brings them back up to the to the little box there. But I really like this moment where Starstream Tramp goes, "Is this guy bothering you, Queen?" Yeah. And she says no, and he goes, "Well, he's bothering me." <laughs> Security. So what a fucking queen. Yes. 
It's like uh, he he gets Bumblebee fucking thrown out again. I um, truly love what specific brand of suck he is in this. <laughs> he's such a it's little turd. So, I mean, he sucks everywhere, but like it is such a specific brand of it in Cyberverse. God bless. Uh, so bitchy. He gets kicked out, and Windblade uses her fucking city speaker telepathy to like project a message directly into his brain like come through the back door i can sneak you in again still haven't still has not explained what that means in this continuity that's all there's a lot of like stuff from idw1 in this show that they just kind of ported into this uh storyline which is interesting yeah, I mean, this was coming out, again, in, like, IDW's heyday. So there was, I think, a very... It was, like, the first time that Hasbro's like, oh, our comics are making money. And people I think there was... These? Pe- wait, people yeah. read this shit? Like, Yo. making a significant amount of money. Um, particularly through merchandise. Um Right, like the comics, the comics are whatever, but through the toys that were being sold, um, it was making a lot of money. Um, and I think there was sort of a vested interest in milking that cash cow as far as it could at this point. Yeah, and so you have details like Velocitron and Caminus being Cybertronian colonies, Windblade's entire deal in this show. All, all that sort of stuff kind of kind of rolled in. But uh, when Windblade and Bumblebee sneak back in, they see uh, the Seekers planning to do, like, a little bit of light terrorism to spice things up. Yeah, They are not fine. Decepticons yet, by the way. They, are, they aren't, like... I don't think they're doing this as, like, part of an insurgent force. They're just like this. No, it, like, it, was, just, it was just a prank. Just a prank, bro. I'm just gonna corrupt this cube. What'll we're just, it do? We're just gonna make the Don't cube evil it. and like try to hit people. Like it's it's fun. It's funny. Everybody loves it. It's funny. Everybody Literally laugh. everybody loved it. Literally everybody Every- laughed. Like that is the That's end of the- true. Everybody did love it. Um like it, like and, it was a reckless and- dangerous thing, but like it was fine. Like it's it's a joke. <laughs> I bet Starscream will never do anything bad with cubes again in this show. Oh probably. I don't know anything about that. Um so, Windblade and Bumblebee, uh, <laughs> Windblade and Bumblebee uh, beat the shit out of the Seekers, but the, the evil cube does get, come into play. Bumblebee chases it down and has his, like, TikTok viral moment of, of excitable fan runs on stage on cube. Okay, but to be fair, it was, like, an evil cube. Like, even the, even the like, true. AI announcer was, like, the game has become a regular... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what the fuck is this shit? Yo, this isn't normal. But uh, everyone loves Evil Cube. Everyone loves Bumblebee stopping Evil Cube. By the way, I like that all of the, the cube players is aggressive. on the cube... The cube is aggressive. I like that all the players on the cube teams are identical. Yep. Yeah, it it says a lot about uh, sort of the functionalist nature of this potential society, don't it? I'm getting a lot of functionalist vibes from uh, this pre-war Cybertron here. They haven't said the word yet, but considering Starscream's attitude, I, 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 I one has to wonder. 
Yeah, then uh, we, we kind of end, and Windblade, like, pops him out of his out of his uh, memory and goes, Hey, so do you remember how much you like Cube? And he's like, Yeah. Do you want to play? And she's like, I don't remember the rules. And he goes, Me neither. And wacky music plays. Yay. Dun, 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 dun. Which is the perfect setup for our next episode. Love it when her special play has one. memory loss. Just like me. He's like, I don't remember things. And he, he, he does the anime girl pose. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, next episode is called Terminal Velocity, and we start <laughs> off with just a little... It's a really funny one. It's a really normal one. Come to Velocitron! So, okay, before we go into this, I, I will say, um, for anyone who's, like, following along or whatever, this is the point where Cyberverse start, sort of starts going, like, off the rails. Um, they, start, they start sneaking in a bit of the old ultraviolence. Things happen very quickly, and they're, like, bad things. And, like, very explicit. Like, there's no ambiguity about what's happening here. People start dying horrifically on screen uh, with, like, no way censorship around it or way around it. Which is an interesting choice for Cyberverse to have made, but it is the choice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this episode has, like, men turning into powder. We don't have time to linger on that. We have racing to do with our new our new best friend who will be around forever, Blur. I love Blur. He's my favorite character. I hope nothing bad happens oh, to him. Oh, blink and you miss him. So fast. He, he's so <laughs> fast. It's almost like he's... I, I barely saw him in the episode. He's so fast. He came and then he went. But yeah, so we start off with this like commercial for like visit Velocitron and all of this, and then oh, it, it ominously gets overtaken with a bunch of evil rust. Um, and we uh, we we start off with Windblade on patrol. She uh, is 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 looking out for seekers. Bumblebee is bored as fuck. So he's like, "What if I just psychonauts into my own brain?" That's probably fine. I won't see anything troubling in there if I just go in there on my own and do like click on a random memory. Also, I don't need to be awake for anything. Nah, nothing's gonna happen. Um, I'm just gonna chill. Fucking been there, there is one notable. Oh, sorry, Lily. No, I was just saying. Fucking been there. Oh yeah. There is one notable difference between the Velocitron of um of Cyberverse and the comics version, which is oh, right. at least. At least in uh, uh, Cyberverse, it doesn't have IDWs. You either race or you die, dude. You either race or you die. It it is much closer to the original Transformers Cybertron version of Velocitron, where it's just a big planet made of, like, racetracks where people love to race and not... It's a hell planet where the only livable cities are is like a fucking it's like a mortal engines type city on wheels shit where if you lose a race you get executed and also if the city itself stops moving everyone dies yep it's like it's basically a whole planet reliving the plot of speed well they did kind yeah. of make it close to that that's true it does become an unlivable hellscape at a certain point mm-hmm. but it didn't start out that way it starts out as a cool fun place and bumblebee for vacation brings his bestie Hot Rod out for some fun racing action. First appearance of Hot Rod. Yeah. And this is kind of crazy, because this is really the first 
appearance of Hot Rod in general. For a while, yeah. Since, like, G1. And I'm not counting, like, Armada. Yeah, like, and, you know, there was a character named Rodimus in Transformers Energon, but that's the thing. He's always been Rodimus. He's always kind of been that second stage. We've never had a hot rod show up on TV before in a while. So this is really this is really the first time that Hot Rod has been in a in a cartoon since G one, which is insane given how important he was in G one. By the way, I just want to say uh, Travis Arts, the guy who voices Hot Rod in this show is always on Twitter reading uh, Rodimus dialogue from IDW, just like for free. He just likes to read it. Fat ass. That, that dude loves being Hot Rod, you know? And who could blame him? Um, Rodimus sees Blur, and Bumblebee is like, ah, oh, my good friends who will love each other very much, and immediately they are, you should be addicted to shutting the fuck up. You want to fuck me so bad it makes you look stupid. Yeah, yeah. Hot, Hot Rod goes like, "I'm going to show you my tail lights on the racetrack." Weird. Blur's like, "I've never seen tail lights on the racetrack before." And it's like they're 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 rivals, but also I don't look. There, look. There's something going on there. <laughs> Literally, like Hot Rod's like, "I'm going to show you my ass," and Blur responded with, "I don't know what sex is." <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen a ass. I'm too fast. I don't get to see asses. By the way, I love. I, I come so quickly. <laughs> I'm the, you know, the being the fastest bot alive. It's got its, it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. Um, Jesus. But I can I just say I really love Blur's design. Obviously, we don't get to see it for long, but specifically, I really like his head. The like wing design looks quite good to me. There are some interesting design choices. What I like about Cyberverse is like all the nods to G1, but like taken into every designer's like personal interpretation. Yeah. Which I think is nice. Because like everyone, again, like no matter how strange or like how new some parts of them are, like they're all really easily identifiable as their G1 counterparts. Like Blur came on, on screen and like toe to tip, that's a Blur. That that's exactly my friend Blur. He's very fast. Yeah. Um. So you know they go off to race, and then Wheeljack's sick cousin wanders oh. in. Yeah, I do want to know as well. Um, that we have confirmation of Cybertronian hot dogs. Whoa. Is that what he was carrying? No, that's what Blur calls Hot Rod. Oh right, he calls them hot dogs. This is this reminds me. Of the line, and once it's a it's a it's a hot rod line or a Rodimus line on IDW where he mentions a Turbo Fox and Heat, which means yep. that one there are. I, I was right. I was right. There is, is will there be Cybertronian hot dogs in the future of this show? Transformers, fucking, I was right. <laughs> oh, you were right, but yeah. So one, there are robotic animals on Cybertron that sexually reproduce, and two, that means Rodimus knows what sex is. Yeah, no, Rodimus knows. Blur's the one who doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Blur doesn't know. Blur, he's, Blur's look, never seen an ass. He's too busy racing. He doesn't have time to look at butts. Um, yeah, when I say Wheeljack's sick cousin, I mean literally just... It's his model. Wheeljack's model painted like gray and gold. It's uh, his shattered glass. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's all 
rusty and sick. And he's like, don't touch that. I'm I'm fine, though. I, I, I gotta go into work today. I don't have any PTO left. I definitely will not destroy the world by the end of today. <laughs> it's fine. Um... And yeah, Bumblebee overhears a news report about the Plague of Rust destroying... The, the number they say is crazy. It's like fucking 12 planets or something. I mean, I fucking get it. See, I mean, what? look at how quickly it did here. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. That it's, sounds, it's, it's that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if this is a freak accident or if this is like a Decepticon bioterror plot, which is a crazy sentence to say. But, you know, it could be. Um, anyway, he forgets all about that once someone mentions racing. And he's like, oh, fuck, I love to go fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our our ADHD king. Literally um, mood. So we cut back to Windblade, who's flying around. She sees a couple of Seekers coming towards the scout ship, and he goes, oh, fuck. Now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they aren't named in this episode, but I believe this is Sunstorm and Acid Storm. Wrong. Thrust really? and Acid Storm. Okay. I knew it was uh, Acid Storm. I couldn't tell who the red one was. Yeah, we know we see a green plane. That's definitely Acid Storm. But yeah, that's uh, that's Thrust hanging out with Acid Storm. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, he, he wasn't in the last episode, so congratulations, Thrust. Not a Conehead, though. Don't have no. that Conehead swag. Sorry about it. Bumblebee, Windblade goes in the ship and is like, Bumblebee, we gotta move out. And she sees him zonked out in the chair and is like, fuck. God damn it. Been there. Okay. Her line, I actually really like her line here, which is, you better be remembering something important. Yeah. <laughs> then it cuts to him thinking about racing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I forgot to mention, the thing he says to trigger this memory when he goes into his mind palace, is he just says, I want to look at something fun. Oh, And his honey. brain goes, okay. <laughs> this seems fun. There's racing in this. You like racing, right? I didn't look through this whole thing, so, like, you know. But it's probably fine. Been there. Yeah, I skimmed through like the first twelve pages or whatever. It looks okay. It's probably it's, looks okay. I didn't see the ending though. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're just racing around, uh, and Blur <laughs> pulls a dirty fucking trick, where he leads them down a racetrack that he specifically knows is like blocked off by construction to try and get the other two to crash. Yeah, I love just like a just like a friendlies race where you try to kill somebody. Blur, bro. I know you're speedrunning your IDW spotlight issue in this episode, but like, come on, man. It's just it's just he's like it's just a prank, bro. Come on. Yeah, it's uh, just but a Hot prank, Rod's bro. pretty Hot Rod's pretty mad about it. <laughs> but they don't have I a mean, lot of time to be yeah. mad about it. Why, why, why don't they have time to be mad about it? What happens where they uh, they kind of forget about the whole crashing you into a barricade thing? I really like this, like, English teacher soliciting questions thing you have <laughs> yeah, going yeah, on. it's pretty right good. Now. Class, um, can anyone tell me what happens uh, next? Um, can anyone tell me the fucked up nightmare thing? the road they were on and brings the rust. That's right. Gold star to you, soliloquy. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, the plague of rust is here. And uh, everything is becoming bad rapidly. Like, so fast. So it, fast. This thing 
spreads like wildfire. It is insane how quickly this goes it's around. It's unhinged. Like, the track is starting to powder behind their wheels. Like, it is... Ugh. It is some if, Indiana Jones shit. Yeah. If this is like an accidental plague, it's one of the most efficient plagues nature's ever created. And if this is a bioterror weapon, whoever invented this should get, like, the Nobel War Prize for war criminal stuff. <laughs> they invented that just for Shockwave. That's right. He's got seven of them. I've got bioterrorism, regular terrorism, big bomb making. I'm trying to go for the full set. Um. So, yeah, they ra- blur says he's got a place to stay. They race down the track that is literally crumbling behind them. Uh, while Windblade this whole time is trying to ditch these seekers... Slipstream shows up uh, to join the chase here because she's obsessed with Windblade. You know how it is. Um, she is as feral as ever. Um, literally, like landing on the window and almost busting in. Yeah, before, her uh... her strat for getting into the ship is simply to just break into the cockpit with her fists. Yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. By the way, I think, you know, can I just say, I think Slipstream has the best Seeker color. I love her color scheme. It's good. I like it. I, I like that they kept it over from uh, Animated. Yeah, and War for Cybertron. It's just, it's just very pleasing to the eye. The it's... the dark blue and, and uh, teal. Yeah, the teal the teal's a nice contrast. Anyway, um, Blur's like, check it out. Here's my fucking hideout that I built myself. The rust can't get us here. And Bumblebee's like, this is just oh, your well, fucking basement. We need to leave. <laughs> Bro. Really, really quickly, on the way there, we get like a really horrific half shot, which in like retrospect with the rest of this episode is not that bad. But like out of nowhere, we get our first like dead body on screen. Oh, yeah. We get one, one of the like track maintenance guys half rusted away. Yeah, and, like, very clearly dead. Like, unambiguously dead. Yeah. They don't show you the rest of Velocitron, but you can just assume that, like, everyone on there who didn't immediately get out of the space bridge is super dead. Or a rust zombie. Or a rust zombie, as we see later, where (laughs) another one of those guys busts into Blur's uh, basement. And goes red rust, red rust, which is not that doesn't work because it doesn't say anything backwards. That's not murder backwards, you idiot. No, but it is red rust forwards. And then he dies. Um, no, it's Surter. Oh, fuck. fuck. So they they book it towards the space bridge, but uh oh, Blur got touched by the stink. He's infected. Um. Meanwhile, Windblade hits Slipstream with the Iron Man 1 classic, making someone who can't go to space fly to space. Yeah. Um, she's fine. Slipstream, unlike all the other Seekers, remembers that she can fly. Um, so for, she falls back for, down to Earth, but she's fine. Don't worry about forgot it. Forgot that she can't fly to space, though. Did forget that. Or maybe she didn't forget, but... Um, Wanted to try it anyway. Was, you know, playing chicken, basically. Yeah. Um, so we see the the boys activating the space bridge and Bumblebee realizes that they have to shut it down behind them 
or else the 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 rust plague will spread and blur volunteers is because he reveals like oh, I'm, I'm already dead i'm already dead boys it got me i did it 35 minutes ago <laughs> yeah and he dies he just dies he, he just crumbles yeah, away to see, dust see him fully disintegrate on screen Bye, it's, blur. and that's like and like the last thing that happens is they like oh yeah <laughs> hot rod on his way out through, through the bridge has a stupid line which is he really was the fastest ever and it's like if he was he wouldn't have died um but uh the last thing like he wakes up windblade like sh- like sighs in her seat and they both go glad that's over and then they yeah. never talked about it again Bumblebee never, you know, between him being like, yeah, I relived Megatron tearing his voice box out with my bare, with his bare hands, but like, I'm, it's, I'm normal about it. It's fine. And this, he's like, I, you know, it's fine. He's so normal. Yeah. He remembers having processed those emotions now. So he's cool. That's right. I I had a few million years to grieve watching Blur literally crumble in front of me. We have front row seats to how compartmentalized his brain is. That's true. He is very good at it. Oh my god, just like me. <laughs> he's He's got all that shit sorted into normal and super traumatizing. But the problem Look, is that now it's all like, it's like 52 card pickup, where he can't really tell which one's which yet, so he just kind of picks one at random. Maybe it's the time I met my best friend and we watched a funny football game together. Or maybe it's the time Megatron tortured me. <laughs> Lily, I, I I love that for someone who has very little experience with Transformers, you're experiencing the they're just like me for real. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate the, the ultimate goal of any Transformer series. Uh anyway, next episode, Shadow Striker, Bumblebee remembers a war crime that he did. Well, we all have one, right? Yeah, I have a couple. This cold open is so funny. Them trying to fool me into like, oh, fuck, Windblade's fighting him. They turned against each other. They're yeah. sparring. Yeah, they're just yeah. sparring. And it's she's fine. like, damn, bro, you suck at this. You didn't need He's like, I, well, I'm sorry. But she's like, no, no, no. You just have to remember how to be a badass. How about we go into your mind palace and think about the time you killed a woman? We, we better teach you how to fight. Let's show you the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, can we? Can, I'm just going to have you. She just says, think about the Great War. And he goes, okay. And, well, the episode's Shadow Striker happens. So, um, <laughs> previously. We've seen Shadow Striker pop up in a lot of these memories, in in both of these different bodies. We've seen her as this cobbled together Frankenstein and in her original body, mm-hmm. and we don't. And we've also seen that she has extreme animosity towards Bumblebee, and we didn't really know why any of that was uh, until now, and now it all makes sense. Yeah. So, so... we start off in a classic situation classic optimus prime in bondage waiting for megatron yep optimus prime kidnapped to the red barrel factory 
<laughs> Literally, it's the Red Barrel Factory. Why are the walls just fucking lined with Energon cubes? I mean, the better question is why did Bankatron set this up here, right? Like, this is clearly a storage facility. I, yeah, it's like... I, I just stash him anywhere. I don't really know. I don't. I'm. I'm. Bu- well, I'm too busy. Okay. Let's let's think about this for a sec. You're capturing a guy, right? You don't want. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't want. You don't want his friends to come up, blast blasting the place to fuck. Get him out of there. That's true. Put him in the explosion that's, factory. That's true. That does prevent a guns blazing type of rescue. Yeah. That's why Bumblebee um, had to sneak in there in the first place. Oh, Bumblebee sneaks in there, by the way. Yeah, he sinks in. I I really like these two no name seekers. We have a mint flavored seeker and like a caramel or like a like a knockoff ramjet. <laughs> these guys do not have names. They um, are body parts. They are body parts. They are raw materials, and they're arguing about some dumb shit. Oh, they mentioned the spoilers on Megatron's new guards. Oh yeah, that's good. The other, the other guy's like, I don't like any all that flashy shit. Yeah, too flashy for my taste. And it's, it's like, they're also like, man, I hate. One of them's like, I hate being stuck here with Optimus, and it's like, the other one's like, I hate being stuck here with you. Yuck, 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 yuck. Wow. Uh, Bumblebee lands on him fully in car mode. <laughs> yeah, he hits him with the with the car with the uh, the Transformers Devastation Classic. Hits him with the car mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, dispatches those two guys pretty quickly. It's about to shoot the lock off of, uh, Optimus's, like, chains. And then he kind of looks at the side and goes, Whoa! That wall is covered in high explosives! I better not. And just hits it instead. This is a special tool that will come in handy later. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Shadow Striker comes back in. She she left to do something after calling into Megatron that she has captured his boy toy for him, and uh, I really like the bit where she she shoot you know she she comes she has her gun out and she's pointing it at uh, Bumblebee. He's like, wait a minute, this whole place is filled with energon cubes. Like, oh, you're right. And she just pulls out two knives. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Time to go to work. Mama's gotta go to work. And they, uh, she, she fights, she beats Bumblebee here. She kind of kicks his ass, but uh, Optimus hits her with a rock. <laughs> yeah, kind of a cheap move on his part, not gonna lie. Um, Where's the but... honor, Prime, huh? Or does, no, he doesn't hitting... hit her with a rock. She, he hits her with the table he was chained to. <laughs> yeah, hitting women, doing it behind their back, not great. I'm not sure sure about joke. this Optimus guy. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna join the Decepticons. I hear their. I hear their mad scientist does really cool stuff. <laughs> I hear he's. I hear Shockwave is the most normal man in the world. I have liberal politics, but um, the far left are just too radical. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she comes out guns blazing to chase him down and. Uh, Bumblebee retaliates by shooting back, which causes everything to explode. Mm-hmm. There is a moment. I can't remember when it is. I think it's early on, actually, before before she actually starts fighting when she's talking with Megatron. Um, where I just want to like po- like 
pull special attention to um, how good the movement of her face is. Yeah, can we talk about uh, how, like, her whole character design and stuff? Because I think she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's, like, she's incredibly expressive in both of her forms, um, more so in her earlier one. Um, she's just a good design. Shadow Striker is by far my favorite original character from Cyberverse, um, and she's big and important, um, so I'm glad she gets to, like, stick around a bit. Yeah, big new character to fuck. What did you think of Shadow Striker, Lily? Oh, I love her. I think she's great. I love, I love, I love her little Amy eye. I love. She's got like, yeah, she's got a weird, she's got the like, um, one half of her face is like the big red monocle. And then the other half is like this. It almost look, I don't know how to describe her other eyes. It's got a. I don't want to say it's got a growth because it, it it's got like it's got like a it's got like a triangle attached to it. Yeah, I mean it's basically supposed to look like um a scouter. Yeah, yeah, she's got a scouter, and um, her gun looks also extremely cool. By the way, her like uh her weapon there, I like it. Yeah, so she it's basically a scouter, but it's built into her face as opposed to on top of it. Hmm. But she's uh, exploded, so we don't have to worry about that for now. Um, and yeah, Bumblebee sees this. We, by the way, we hear her agonized scream when the the warehouse explodes. We go out of the memory. Bumblebee goes, "Wow, I was a badass." Yeah. Good, no, just good God, no dude. thoughts. Head empty. Um, and Wendley's like, yeah, man, you totally were. How about you think about something else? And he goes, okay. And he, he remembers the time he stopped 9-11. Because this whole thing is, we, we, we kind of pop it in media res. The Decepticons are trying to fly a tanker full of Energon cubes into Iacon. They sure are. Woohoo. So he's stopping 9-11, but uh-oh, someone's climbing onto the tanker with him, and he the, this mysterious assailant strikes and and takes him down. Um and it, it takes him a really long time to figure out who she is. Like he's looking at her for a while, and he goes, wait a minute. To be fair, she's a monstrosity now. Thanks, Shockwave. Perf- but her face is the same. It's not like her face is different. He, maybe he's really face blind. Or maybe, like, the face is just not the most notable thing about Cybertronians. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should stop applying human standards of beauty to an alien species. You're identified by your, like, elbow joints. Primarily it's the paint um. job. <laughs> But yeah, he's like, wait a minute, what the fuck, Shadow Striker? And she explains what happened. Um, she sounds, unlike Bumblebee, who can just experience the worst shit in the world and be fine with it two seconds later because he's the he's so good at compartmentalizing, she seems like she is having a bad time. I need, um, I need to be very clear about how this why she she explains this it is in response to bumblebee asking her what's your beef with me i don't Bro. know dude i'm not <laughs> hmm, i wonder what it could
could be. Listen, she's like, you exploded me. And he's like, well, you were trying to shoot me. What was I supposed to do? And fair enough. Like, that's all fair. But still a really stupid question. You know what you did. But he, first of all, for, well, number one, she has a cool laser machete, which is awesome. But Bumblebee goes, a machete? Cringe. Who uses that shit? Yeah, fucking sick forward curve, asshole. Fucking lame. What's, your, what's his problem? What is why is why is he acting like this in this episode? I don't know. Um, like he's being such a little shit for no fucking reason. But yeah, she like fucking lays into him like I was. They found me in fucking pieces, and they literally put me back together. With the fucking body parts of my dead subordinates that you also blew up. It's so fucked up. Like, this is just, like, an insane sentence to have in a children's show. Right. Like, is... There are two possibilities. Number one, Shockwave is way more of, like, uh, way, way less of a skilled scientist than we think. Or two, he just wasn't feeling it that day. He was like... To be perfectly honest, I don't like you very much, Shadow Striker. I'm just going to kind of do whatever here. It'll be fine, I'm sure. I mean, to be fair, that's very in character for Shockwave. I'm too logical to have psychological problems, so you're going to have to deal with that on your own. I love how much this show is just about portraying this conflict as like horrifying and traumatic to people on both sides and then just ends the episode with a joke. Yeah, <laughs> the goofy, uh, goofy music stick again. Yeah, we've got we've got Shadow Striker physically and mentally scarred for life by what happened. We've got Bumblebee watching an entire planet fucking dissolve in front of his eyes, and it's fine. Like it's the entire fine. show so far has been about how like how fucked up Bumblebee is from doing all this shit, right? Like Bumblebee is like a key example of how like horrifying and traumatic this conflict is. And he's just like, uh, problems? I don't got those. I'm good. I don't need to think about it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like, Windblade in the previous, uh, in, in last week's episode was straight up like, you don't want to look at that memory of the last time you and Megatron met, dude. You don't want to see what's in there. And then he relived his fucking voice box being torn out. And she she was seemed very worried about it. And he's like, ah, eh, you know, it shit happens. Happ- it happens to everyone. And she's like, it no, it really doesn't. It, so Bumblebee. Doesn't, it doesn't dude. really it really doesn't happen to everyone. I've been there. <laughs> Unique experience, Mr. B. Um, but yeah, no, he he escapes Shadow Striker. There the bit where she purposefully collapses some rubble onto them and she's like, I get to watch you fucking die. Ugh, I don't care if I die too. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to make sure to die second so I can watch you fucking starve. I mean, honestly mood, but unfortunately Bumblebee is our protagonist. Yeah. Currently anyway. Um, so he gets out, he wriggles out of it, but, you know, he, he has the chance to just execute her on the spot, but, you know, he's not going to do, he's not that kind of guy. He, he sets her free. We get to see, now, this is the first point, I think, that we get to see Shadow Striker transformed post-mutilation, yes. for lack of a better word. And when she transforms, that's when you really get to see how fucked yeah, she is you... now. 
you 3D printed a Hot Wheel, but the like the 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 blueprint got fucked up and got combined with five other Hot Wheels. So you just got this really fucked up looking car. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she kind of uh, she goes up there. Grimlock has arrived to uh, to get his boy, and he is he is a he is also ready to put her down. He he has no qualms about it until Bumblebee tells him not to. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of points being made on all sides. Like to be fair to Grimlock, it's the smart thing to do. Yeah. Okay, can I talk about, like, her character here for a sec? Because I fucking love her. I love this, like, proud yeah, yeah, yeah. sniper. This, like, yeah, I'm yes. fucking good at what I do. Who get then gets, like, horrifically injured and gets, like, so fucking bitter about, like, not being able to do the shit she could do before, right? I love that. Oh, I right, love, yeah. I for- love the way she changes up her tactics. I love how she switches from, like, the two little knives to, like, a heavier machete and, like, a shotgun instead of a sniper. It's, like, so fucking good. Yeah, we forgot to mention there's a scene post- shockwaves fucking hack job where she tries to do her shooting like training and she just cannot do it and she just throws away in frustration and reformats it into a shotgun and yeah she's just she's she's, she screams i was the fucking best in the world and you took everything away from me and bumblebee once again bumblebee just goes well it's not you know if you look at it from a certain point of view I didn't, it's not actually my fault. Technically, you shot at me first, so it's fine. Look, honest being in the situation, you're still about to kill me here. And again, exactly. I cannot emphasize enough that it's not, it's not just the Bumpy saying, like, it's not my fault, but it is him responding to her, responding to him asking, why are you mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> why are so, you at mad at me island? Dude. What's your problem with me? And <laughs> she's like, I've got a list. <laughs> I kind of thought it would be obvious, but I guess I need to spell it out for you. But yeah, no, listen, here's the thing about this. If that was any other version of Grimlock other than this one, he would not have stopped. I mean, this one barely did. So Yeah, yeah. this is this is gentleman adventurer Grimlock. If this was normal Grimlock, number one, he wouldn't have used a gun. Number two, she'd be dead. <laughs> so So thing. jot that down. Yeah, good on good on this version of Grimlock, I guess. Um Yeah, she she flees. And uh, he and Windblade kinda get back to fighting, get back to sparring. And okay, don't talk yeah. don't talk about the horrible harm he inflicted on that on that person. Also, like, if Bumblebee can just, like, fight next episode, I'm out. I mean, I would imagine he'll probably be a little... He, he's not, like, completely shit at fighting. He's just not very good, and Windblade's been hard-carrying for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it seems like the next episode is mostly about people hanging out in a bar, so he's probably not going to get into a lot of... He, I don't think he's going to get into any sort of serious combat there. Macadam's time. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's that is that is Shadow Striker finally properly introducing us to this uh, to this character who's shown up a few times. Nice. Oh yeah, the the most important instance of her showing up was in Megatron is my hero when she's really really eager to execute him and torture him, uh, Bumblebee. That is. Oh, good. yes, yeah. And Megatron just has to be like, no, I want, I want, I have a plan for him. 
As a last little, like, hey, interesting thing, Chromia is once again in this episode with uh, Grimlock uh, when he shows up. Does not say anything once again. Yeah. Isn't there someone else with him? There is. Let me me look. I've got it on in the back. I can't remember who it was. It was someone who actually had said something, I was pretty sure. I think it's Ratchet who's with him. Maybe. Yes, it's Ratchet. Okay. Who also has not said anything yet, but was on stage during the founding of the Decepticons. So right. you know, yeah, that's that is that is our our uh, our three episodes of Cyberverse we have for you this week. But that doesn't mean it's the end of the podcast. No, you silly billies, <laughs> you're not getting away that easily. We've got Questerinos on the Discord, nothing on Twitter. So, Audrey, how about you take us through? Our fine listeners' questions. Of course, my pleasure. I really uh, like this first one. Yeah, first from Nero from Disney Minus. Was he really the fastest? No, I mean, no, clearly no. no. We have we have the proof. Did Hot Rod didn't get infected? Bumblebee didn't get infected. Blur did. The fastest at what? Dying. Yeah. If if we're measuring dying, then yes, he is the fastest. Right. He died really fast. Like super um, fast, it was it, it, literally it, less than a minute. Yeah, he went from perfectly to fine 60. to like dust in like sixty. Yeah, it was crazy. Um. Also, I really, I, you know, I know, I think it showed him pressing the the shut off button for um for the space bridge, but I honestly thought that he died before pressing it. <laughs> that would have been a bummer, imagine? huh? Yeah, just a real fucking. Bummer of an ending. Um. Uh, from Slipstream Sam, real. Uh, if two knives are pretty great, would three knives be even better? Where does this exponential expansion of a knife-based positive feedback loop end? Um. Not in some, a, you know. I watched Trigun Stampede recently, and I have well, to I say, a lot of, I know that that's like a million, lot of knives a million of them, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Million still going, so like it's gonna have to be a big number. As someone yeah, who, yeah, who just recently, who just recently played through the um, Devil May Cry games, mm-hmm. um, more knives seems to be better. You can get you can get up there in terms of amount of knives you can use. Like honestly, sky's the limit for knives. Yeah. You can just, if, just do whatever. If you can physically control them, whether that means holding them or if you have telekinetic abilities or whatever, then the more the merrier. I say. Absolutely, go for it. Um, <laughs> this one isn't really a question, but from Short Scream Chat, Cube, 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 <laughs> Cube. Love Cube. Yes, the yeah. the answer to your question is yes. Woo-hoo! Cube. Um, Cube. Nero did put a reminder that we were going to have Lily today, so we have some Naruto-based questions going on. Um, right. Coming up from me, Mr. Gay, Daphnis. If you were t- going to name your Shonen Pro Tag TM after a food item, what would you name them? Before you guys answer, I do just want to um, shout out um, a Naruto fanfiction I read like a decade and a half ago or something, a long time ago. Um, Sasnaru, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very important. Where Obviously. Naruto was um, a literal kitsune um, that the Uchiha family kept and, like, uh, captured and, like, kept to maintain power. And Sasuke found this out when he, like, turned a certain age. Um, and 
he's like, I'm going to give you a name. And then he's like out with at getting ramen. And he's like, Uzumaki. And he looks at ramen, Naruto. And Naruto just looks at him and goes, Spiral Fish Cake? You named me Spiral Fish Cake? Classic. That, that's, yeah. that's like a classic fanfic setup right there. Yeah. What would I name? I have to like remember all the Dragon Ball characters' names and just cut all of those out because there's so many food names in that. Uh what? I'm gonna name my shonen protagonist Toast. Toast is a good one. Um, I was trying to combine. My favorite, like favorite food and favorite beverage. I also have That's to take out good... all the JoJo ones. Yeah, especially yeah. Part five is yeah. full of food guys. Um, let's go with like, yo. My name is Pasta Sprite, and I'm going to become the king of the pirates. <laughs> I'm Coke Pepsi, and I'm abstinence for life. Um, <laughs> uh, I would probably go with ravioli. Ravioli is oh, good, Rav's too. Oh, a good one. Fuck. Yeah, ravioli a is of, a powerful one. A lot of the pasta shapes are, like, really good because they kind of actually sound like names. You could definitely have an entire anime with guys named after pasta shapes. But ravioli is near and is dear to my heart. Is that just because so you don't know Italian? Ravioli. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you can change them a little bit so they aren't just the names, but, like... You, know. you mean like Dragon Ball. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. You mean like Dragon Ball. <laughs> Akira Toriyama is a fucking visionary because uh-huh. he named all of his guys like, what if, what if I'm going to name this guy fucking, fucking uh, egg I, rice? What if I changed one letter in the word radish? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm going to name this dude Vegetable mm-hmm. and he's going to be the best guy. He's going to be a bad man. His shirt he's gonna even says a, so. He's gonna be a bad motherfucker, and his name is Vegetable. Um. Okay. Uh, also from Nero from Disney Minus, Boruto's dad's son or Naruto's son's dad's kid. Good lord, my my brain okay, okay. hurts. Okay. For me, it's Boruto's dad's son. Okay, yeah, okay. I like. It is Boruto's dad's <laughs> daughter. There oh. we go. Yeah, yeah. Fair. No, no, no. Under, please understand that, like, Boruto is like a he him dyke. Very important for your, like, yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, I, and I, I, I attend your Konoha Kush streams. I know that you're the, the Naruto gender genius. Yeah, I'm the Naruto gender genius. Uh... Powers activated with uh, gender affirming bong rips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. From Haybine, um, Cyberverse basically starts with Bumblebee as Harry Dubois <laughs> and Windblade as Kimberly You're so visionary. Uh, what other duo <laughs> of Cybertronians would you like to see solve a politically charged murder case while grappling with amnesia? Nightbeat is disqualified. Okay, Kim is easy. Kim is uh, specifically Minimus Ambus. Oh, fuck. Not Ultra Magnus, Minimus Ambus. So who's the Harry? Right, so the Harry is harder. Um, I think Harry's hot Rodimus. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Rodimus would do all that shit. 
he would get drunk and say, I don't want to be this kind of creature anymore. Yeah. I can see it. What? I mean, I guess, Lily, you don't really have the the breadth necessary to answer this question. Mm -hmm. Honestly, for Harry, my first thought went to Whirl, obviously. So here's the reason why I like Rodimus is because he also has the distinction that Harry has. That's true. Like Harry, yeah, he, Harry is in universe a... a really good cop and like very well recognized. Yeah, Whirl has spent too long being an obstinate shithead, so he it can't be Whirl. And I think that makes, and I also like that that makes Drift Vic Mare. <laughs> I just want to see Rodimus go down the down the uh, the cop annihilating slide now. <laughs> Oh my god. He calls Velocity the horse-faced woman. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I, I can definitely see Rodimus coming up with uh, with the, the most feminist thought in the world. Are, yeah. what, what was it? Are women bourgeois? Because we, <laughs> surely we can come up with something surely. better, right? Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, he's definitely Harry, and yeah, Min- either Minimus or Perceptor as uh, as as uh, Kim. Yeah, honestly, I, either one works. I just like Minimus because also like well-regarded cop, mm-hmm. basically. That's right. Okay, um, Nero from Disney minus asks if wizards ponder the orb, then which D and D class pond- ponders the cube? Artificer. Next question. Oh, yeah. so true. Got it in one. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, classic classes. I would also say uh, probably Paladin. Paladin. Yeah. Like in that order. Yeah, there's like a degree of like rigidity there that I think is very yeah. cube-like. Yeah, orb, orbs are way too fucking free, freaky-deaky for Paladins. They wait, need some well, fucking, wait. I can uh, also argue Rogue. Yeah, okay. What is what is it? What is a locked chest if not for a cube to ponder? Yeah, no. That's right. I'll I'll grant you rogue. Yeah. Um. But but you also were correct the first time with artificer. Yeah. (laughs) That that's like that's like a numbered list of cube pondering. Yeah. Um. And then again from Nero, and then two more from Nero from Disney Minus. First, should Grimlock have pulled the trigger anyway and just gone to treat for Bumblebee so he'd forget about his violent mommy issue? I mean, I'm glad he didn't because Shadow Striker rules. Should have, yeah, like, should have ripped her limb from limb, make that fucker put yeah, her like, back together again. <laughs> Mail her back to Shockwave, who's like, I'm going to make you pay for this one this time. Last one was on the house. This one's coming out of your paycheck. Baylor there with a note just saying, do it better this time. No, I think Shockley does it for free. He gets off on it. You know he does. That's true. He is a great A sicko in all continuities. It just depends on like the... There's like a sliding scale of mad scientist to uber logical uh, guy. And he really sort of vacillates between those two rapidly and sometimes he's the terminator (laughs) and then our very final question is uh make a transformer could you please tell us about the very real transformer kill road yes monster truck big spiked wheels fights with a big spiked mace Mm -hmm. 
I'm thinking like I like this. I'm thinking like a good green with like a like with like a dark rusty like brown orange uh secondary. Okay. Okay. That's kill right. Autobot, Decepticon, or like free agent. Oh, free agent. Like a, like one of Lockdown's fucking mercenary pals. Oh yeah, She's... yeah, yeah. De- definitely I'm, like a I'm... like a specialist of some kind. I'm yeah. imagining just the Monsters Truck Rally version of Knockout. To be honest, just as flamboyant. Uh, not necessarily, but an entertainer first and foremost. Okay. Yes. Oh, so th- the same way that Knockout enjoys. Being a cool sports car, Kill Road loves being a monster truck. Yeah, and and racing, make, going fast makes him feel alive. But in this case, it's crushing cars makes me feel alive. Yeah, you know, that was a, a different Yu-Gi-Oh series they never got to. <laughs> Card games on monster trucks. Yeah, <laughs> give them time. Give them time. You know, we're, we're in in a couple of years. Who knows what we'll be doing. We we have just we have yet begun to scratch the surface of vehicle based card game playing, but yes, I think that'll I think that's about it. Uh, Lily, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to do your plugs first before we do our plugs? Hey, yeah, of course. You can usually catch me writing high at Guinevereteeth. Sorry, you can usually catch me writing high at Twitch.tv slash Guinevereteeth. That's G U I N E V E R E T E E F. Um, I'm also the co-host of Konoha Crush. You know, find that wherever you listen to podcasts. It's good. Listen to yep. watch the streams. They're also extremely good. Uh, I'm Nero. You can find me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher and my various other projects in various other places, such as Ready Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy XIV podcast to do with Jane, currently in the process of being rebooted in... in remolded into its new form that episode should be out by the time this one goes up i also do talk cycles with her uh which is a contemporary animation podcast and no spoilers but the patreon poll is looking like it's gonna be teen titans next month so be looking forward to that obviously classic teen titans not uh not anything else as someone who's uh, started watching Harley Quinn this w- last week, um, I'm excited to like be dipping my toes back into DC stuff for the first time in a long time. Good old DC television. There's some, there's some good ass shit on DC television. The movies, well, you know, they're yeah. there. Thanks, but thanks, Mr. Snyder. Sometimes they star like convicted <laughs> criminals it's fine um sometimes ezra miller puts a baby into a microwave it's okay <laughs> by the way can i i'm sorry i saw Look, it was fine I the saw baby's more... too small it just lives between the microwaves <laughs> i saw some fucking clips of the end of that movie on, i saw some youtube shorts that come up uh, came up on my algorithm mm-hmm. and i don't understand how it fucking looks like that. It literally looks like a video it, a video game. And not like a modern video game. It looks like a fucking Xbox 360 cutscene. It's insane. Mm-hmm. That it looks so bad. They, they cancelled so many other movies. Mm-hmm. But this, we gotta put this piece of shit out. Oh my god. 
You know what the people want? What if we made a movie starring two Ezra Millers? People will love that. Ugh. Anyway, Audrey, where, where can the people find you? Oh, you know, the usual places you can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Blue Sky at Optimum Prime, my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do. It's called Pot of Greed. You can find that on uh, Twitter right now at um, Pot of Greedcast. We don't have a Blue Sky yet. We probably will soon. <laughs> Ooh, knowing the way that's going. Um, starting a, I've been casting a radio drama that hopefully we'll have updates soon. And I'm also starting a New York foodie podcast on the Moonshot Network uh, called I'm Eden Here, which I hope to have updates on soon. Uh, and and that's... of course, well, we have to shout out noisespace.xyz, our beloved uh, podcast network. If you like shows about basically anything, you can find it there. We got Dr. Huh, we got Zero to Zero, we got, uh, what's that Chainsaw Man one called? Oh, I don't know. Gay Friends Senior Chainsaw Dog Sanctuary or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's it, it's something of that nature. Uh, Find it all at noisespace.xyz. Yep. And until next time, um, I am going to... Um, disintegrate into nothing and do nothing because i've disintegrated into nothing i am going to play a rousing round of cube with the boys transform and roll out and i'm gonna give audrey new arms (laughs) thanks so much peach (laughs) just just dropping some arms onto the dust pile (laughs) pile of ash (laughs) this will fix them (laughs) Literally, literally, this will fix her. I, this will make them worse. <laughs> Peach. Wow.